Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. And sitting next to me tonight is my Marty, and he's, like, drinking some wine. I am going to drink some wine. Yes. So how was your week, Marty, after you get done drinking your Oof. wine? <laughs> it's pretty good. Oof. Yeah, uh, that, that better now. Jesus. Uh, no, man, I don't know. Just tired this week. I've been having trouble sleeping. But not too bad a week. No, I just got back. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm sorry I cut you off. I'm like super excited to talk to you. It's been over right. a week. Right, I know. It feels like the last month, Sal has just been really fucked up schedule with us. Yeah. And it just seems like, oh, we, no, not last week. No, no, no. We didn't do that. Okay, the week before. Yeah. No, the weekend before. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just it's like been one of those. Our schedule, usually we see each other every Wednesday night, and it's just like. Right. No, it's like, I miss my husband. My husband's not right. here. Put it, put it back. We're not buying anything tonight, dear. But yeah, no, hey. uh, <laughs> uh, no, man, it, it hasn't been super hot yet, so I'm thankful for that shit. Yeah, it's been humid out had, though. What's that? It's humid. Oh out. yeah, yeah. No, I've actually had a uh, window open because I actually got kind of chilly, so I actually turned the air back off, and yeah, it's been really nice. Yeah. But not a bad week really so far. No, tonight we're drinking some Woolly Wanderer. It's by the Firehouse Brewery out of Black Hill, South Dakota. I picked that up on our trip. It's Oof. 9% alcohol. <laughs> it's good, though, man. That's really to me, it good. smells like communion wine. It does. It smells like communion wine, but it kicks like Hutterite wine. Yeah, I was going to say, I was expecting a little more of the sweetness of, yeah. of Jesus' blood wine. <laughs> um, I don't know what church you went to. Ours but it has... It, it, yeah, it has, yeah, a little more of the tartness that... Uh, it's an apple cherry wine. wine is what it is. Oh, okay, yeah. No, it's really good, though, man. Holy shit. Yeah. I might have to drive out there just to get a... Actually, a you know where I got that at? I got that at the National Park... Badlands National Park where I picked this up at. Oh, really? We drove nice. through. We actually drove through the Badlands. Oh, yeah. I have never been through there. This is oh. my first time going through there. Oh. Holy shit. Oh, oh it's... Oh, it's 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 awe inspiring. Yeah, I know it's, it's not big like mountains, but it's just cool the scenery. Oh yeah, yeah. I have posted a couple pictures on um Instagram. Yep. But yeah, and I think last time I was through there it was probably like '96. So I mean, it this, goes back, this, way back. This is my first time actually going through that. Nah, I've never been through crazy. there. I'm like, it's cool. If it, if I did go through there, it's when I was little. And I don't remember any of it. Right, right. Yeah, because I remember going through there when I was real little, and I was like, oh, big holes. Yeah, it's. it's cavern i'm not going close enough to look over so no well we had to keep my son in the car because because a lot of it doesn't have guardrails it was just at this time of year is when the rattlesnakes are coming out yep and he wants to run in the grass i'm like no 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 yeah it's not over here man you don't want to do that but the wife was really happy the whole whole trip we were driving we drove down to deadwood keystone and hill city she's like i gotta find a mountain goat i'm like Okay, I don't know how you can see anything to all these fucking trees. Right, right. But then we get to the Badlands, and I'm like, there's your mountain goat laying right beside the road. Oh, <laughs> really? Like, Yay! Get a mountain goat! Yay! I'm <laughs> you, like, you can go to a zoo and find a mountain goat, man. But, but that right. was the whole thing. She wanted to see one the whole trip in, we were yeah, out there. The cool. last day we see one. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. But oh, I went to, like, great. I did get a picture of the world's largest carved Bigfoot. I did uh, all yep. the touristy stuff. Yep. I almost pulled the trigger and brought us statue home but that was not feasible <laughs> uh, yeah size or price or both probably yeah both a little, a little bit of both <laughs> a little bit of both but like i definitely love that if you ever get a chance anybody listening so you can tell it to the black hills there is i last time i was out there i was really young but there is so much cool shit out oh, there yeah. nowadays like deadwood is like a 
South Dakota version of Las Vegas. That's yeah. the serious vibe I got off it. Yep. It's not nearly as big, but it's gotten bigger from what it was. Oh, like yeah. I said, even 20 years ago or so, the last time I was really out there and did much, it, it had... I mean, it, it had its stuff, but they've really expanded a lot of the gaming and a bunch of attractions out yeah. there. But yeah, no, uh, it, it's a cool place out there, man. It's, I wouldn't want to live West River. I just wouldn't want to live out there. Beautiful scenery out there. Oh my! But it's great to go visit. Yeah, but uh, during the spring, winter, it summer, would suck. fall, really good. <laughs> Middle of winter, pretty awful. It, yeah. it gets cold. What's well, it not that? The roads down there. Holy the roads are horrible. Yeah. Oh my god, they're yeah. horrible. Oh, there's just no because good okay. Way here's I'll it. put this away, folks. They say like ten miles from Keystone to Deadwood. Yeah, it's ten miles straight line is what they're telling you. Yeah. But you gotta go through all these curves up these hills and all that and around and a bunch of hairpin turns like at thirty miles an hour. Yeah, it takes you about forty minutes to go ten miles. Right, and that, <laughs> just that's, because of the scenery you have to go through and the yep. way the roads are done. Yeah, that's not an exaggeration either. I mean, it's it's. It takes that long. It's yeah, and it's just it's beautiful country, but like I said, during the winter, I would definitely not want to drive on some no, of these roads. No, no, no. It, it's like uh, crossing up over the Rockies. You just don't want to deal with some of that road when it's winter time. It's just hideous and horrible to yeah. deal with. Unless you've got really, really good studded tires and, and are very confident in your uh, four-wheel drive ability. I'm, I'm confident in my driving. It's everybody else's I'm worried about. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Another exciting news, too. We got T-shirts today in the mail. We did. That's awesome. Yes, from ECBRO. They're having a, well, a June 18th in Staunton, VA. They're having a, a Bigfoot conference yeah. at the Holiday Inn and Conference Center. And it's, they got cool things going on. We helped a little bit out with them. We helped them out a little bit. They sent us some cool T-shirts. Daniel Benoit and his group did, and they yeah. look awesome. I'm gonna post pictures later tonight on Instagram. I say so yeah, earlier we we did an interview with him and uh, kind of hit on this event a little bit. But yeah, it looks like it's gonna be really fun. Oh yeah, they got the Autobots there. Yeah, and some this is some of the speakers they got. They got Kurt Bradford, Todd Ness, Michael Cook, uh, the Squatch Watchers. Justin Decker and C-A-R-C, the C-A-R-C team, Car nice. C team. Yep. I'm, maybe we should try and interview them. I have never heard of them. I don't even know what that stands for. I apologize now. All right. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it, it should be really fun. I wish we could get down there. Well, we also got invited, I don't but, know if you've seen it on Instagram, we got invited down to a Bigfoot conference in Tennessee. Oh, yeah, Great yeah, yeah. invited us down. Yep. I'm like, I don't think we can go this year. Maybe next year. Right, yeah. This year, things are already kind of booked up. Planned out. As far as everything I have going on. Oh, yeah. Besides minor, like, one, two-day little things we may do. But, yeah, all all my stuff is pretty much uh, blocked through probably September. Yeah. But we're going to do a bunch of fun stuff. And we really do appreciate Daniel. We actually do appreciate Daniel Benoit sending them T-shirts, which are awesome. Yeah, no, and he he was a really fun guy to talk. to. Oh yeah, we have to get him back cool. on. Yeah, no, like I said, it'd be it'd be cool to maybe hit that up if we could swing. Well, I told him sometime. Year. He said like in August when he does anything going yeah, on. I said, yep, yeah, yep. We'll, we'll probably touch base at the end of July and get him back on here and ask some other random questions that I'm really good at. It, right? Yeah, he he enjoyed that apparently. But yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> no, yeah, I know he he was talking. It's probably going to be at least end of July before he was freed up to to just hang out for a night. Hell, it took what two months before we could. Yeah, just because he's got really tight. He's like us. Together. He works full time. Yeah, he's he's a he's a working man, and then he does this on the side also, and he's kind of devoting more to his research in that. Yeah, 
But yeah, it's. I uh, wish we could do that. Yeah, Marty, go yeah. win the lottery. Yeah, right now I've been trying. No, I'm gonna start with just quitting my job. But and then and then I think things will work out. I got I got hopes. Good things are coming. Yeah, good things are coming. Yeah, I don't think if you just quit your job, it works that way. I've seen lots of movies that say it does. So, who am I to argue with Hollywood? A lot because we know what's <laughs> wrong with Hollywood. Holly weird, I should uh, say. Yeah. Well, so. as long as I don't end up with a poop in my bed, I think things are going good in life. Uh, oh my God! I'm trying to take a drink here, and you're talking about that. <laughs> No, well, tonight... That is a damn good final wine. That's all right. I'm not a big wine drinker. I, I am. <laughs> but it is good. I should have went to the brewery. We were like 10 feet from it when I was picking up rocks. I got rocks over there I picked up you haven't seen yet. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Maybe a couple I shouldn't have picked up. <laughs> oh. Yeah. But either way, folks, tonight we're going to be talking about this wonderful sphere of the closest planetoid, the moon. You know, uh, that's uh, great. I try to do a segue and you don't even do it's, anything. It's the moon. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, we, we are uh, actually touching ground on the moon a little bit again. I know we've hit it in another Very show. Very lightly, I think. But it was, I, I think, uh, uh, bases on the moon and in, in conjunction with a bunch of other stuff. But actually, we... Uh, we, we recently watched Moonfall. Oh, awesome movie, folks. Um, which is Watch kind of it. what prompted us to do a full moon episode. Yep. Um, I, I would like to say that that poor show, I think, was hampered by a lot of bad timing and bad decisions. Very good sci-fi action film. It's... I, it's not your usual Roland Emmerich thing. No, it's not like that. It's not like 2012 where it's just all disaster. There's actually right. a very solid plot behind it, a good story, yeah. and it's good storytelling. And it's actually leaves it open for a sequel that will probably never happen. Right? Yeah, with its poor failing, it, it has everything that could potentially have been a, a summer blockbuster type yeah, film. Easily, but they put it out in like February. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like what? What are you? What are you doing? Bad timing on that. And, and the advertising really was kind of misdirection of how how the movie really was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fantastic film. Uh, I'm usually I'm usually all over Emmerich stuff, even when it's not my favorite, except for the Godzilla film they did, which was shit. But <laughs> I, I just ignore that. But yeah, it, it kind of inspires us to be like, man, we should do a whole show on on w- weird moon theories, man. Because there's a, a lot of them. I'll tell you that much really right now. Is. There is a lot. There's a lot of oddball stuff, man. Really <laughs> oddball stuff. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm going to start this whole thing off with like on July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine, the moon landing. Yeah. Sorry to say, folks, it actually happened. It's not fake. Yeah i I have never seen enough compelling evidence. To even really make me kind of question it and be like, well, maybe. Well, let's talk about some of the compelling no. evidence that people see. Fake. All right. It's not fake. God damn it, dude. <laughs> no, I mean being fake is fake. Damn it. <laughs> you're, you're not doing this right. Basically, one. one of the things people say it's a fake landing, the biggest one I always hear is the flag. Yeah. The flag yeah. wave. Well, if you hit something in space, there's no friction. It's just going to wobble anyway, which is all it was doing. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't like... A flag in the breeze in the afternoon. You know yeah. what I mean? It Someone just, opened a door in the studio and a breeze it, caught right. it. It, it did not go that way. The whole thing is just like wobbles back and forth. I know the other big one is they're like, oh, you don't see any stars in any of those photos behind there. It's called overexposure because exactly. you get the sunlight. <laughs> you're, you're also dealing with cameras from the mid-60s. Yeah. I mean, even though they were using that, really good quality cameras, yeah. they were still the technology of the mid-60s. 
and there's a lot of that stuff washes out, yeah. especially tiny pinpricks of light. When you're in the sun on the moon, it washes all of that background light out, so it just becomes a dark space behind them. It's not. <coughs> excuse me. You, you I, I honestly believe if they had been faking it, especially if you go under the the auspice that uh, Kubrick was the one working on it and faking it. I, I'm pretty sure at this point anybody into sci-fi has seen 2001. Yep. Which also came out in 69. Yep. He did a lot of uh, really cool star effects in that. You don't think they would have put that into some of those photos to be like, oh, now, Sarah, we can see the stars back there if they were faking it. See, if we, I don't want to go down the Kubrick hole because that's no. a deep, twisty well, there, hole. <laughs> there's so much crazy shit in that that whole people do, do YouTube two-hour videos and not even touch. Hell, they did a whole documentary film about the Kubrick connection. And the Shining connection of the yeah. Kubrick. Of yep. All right, we're stopping there, folks. We're going to go down this rabbit hole. I don't want to go yeah, down. Fuck you, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> no, man. Then there's also, like, like speaking of cameras, there's like, well, they got cameras of uh, Neil Armstrong. Or, was Neil? Atlanta? Whatever. Yeah. And they're like, they got someone, a third person was up there holding it outside the thing before he got out the... Apollo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, folks, there was an arm that you can look up. Hang on. There was a camera already attached to the lantern yep. that they just had to turn on from the inside. If you look at the blueprints, it is, shows that aspect of the lantern. Yep, that is on there. There's a lot of those things I think uh, people would throw out there because they just didn't know. Yeah. You know, and, and when you really look into it, it's like, uh, yeah, that's all explained here. Some of it is pretty basic science really you know that some of these people just seem to ignore yeah then you also have another one is the sea rock Mm. and that's just basically someone it's if you look at the rock it's in the corner of a picture it's where a watermark would be let's call it that's all it is yeah sorry folks it's not a fake rock it's like oh see it's like no it's real we actually did land on the moon sorry to say we did i I just (laughs) like i said that's one of them i just I, I have never found enough incontrovertible proof to me to even suspect that we didn't go there. You know, it just, it's not, and none of it holds enough water for me to even fancy the idea that we didn't. You know, it just, it seems asinine to me that we yeah. don't. It's just ridiculous. And, okay, now since we said, we believe that we land on the moon, what you believe is your own ball of wax. All right. What we're going to talk about now is everybody, what is the moon? Yeah. That's that's, that's the real rabbit hole of this episode. That, that's really where I kind of go, okay, well, maybe. Yeah, uh, this is, <laughs> because it's just weird that we have, we, our planet is the only planet with a planetoid this close. Right. That has so much effect on us that... Without it, technically, they figured out we could possibly not have life on this planet from it. Yeah. Because the moon does a lot more than what everybody thinks. Yes, it hurt, brings up and down the high and low tide. Yeah. But if it was not there, part of our planet would be tilted for like 90% of the year one way, and the other side would be in an ice age. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be bad. Yeah, it really kind of comes along and balances everything out. Yeah. Um, There's is, a lot of science because, like, if you actually look at it, our Earth pitches like 23 degrees from summer and winter on its axis. Yep. If you didn't have the moon there, it'd go from like 70 to 80, 70 to 80. Yeah. Uh, 
And it would not be a regular pitch. <laughs> right, yeah, no, it would be very... The, the, the sweet spot for life on the planet would be such a narrow band. It'd be like that, right where Mexico's at. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mexico down to the tip of South America. Yeah, pretty much that, that lower... The least amount of land equipment. possible. Yeah, where it would be at. <laughs> and, I mean, and, and the diversity of it would be much smaller than what we have. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's only this type of environment, and that's yeah. really all it would be. Which... Uh, yeah, it's kind of scary to know. think about it. Yeah. Then but, you got what else is there about the moon? That's that the distancing from it, right? Is actually, I don't remember the exact math. I can't remember. I can't find it in my notes. But that, basically, get the eclipse. No other planet has them. Yep. Where it could cover like sections. The moon is a really interesting planetoid. Yeah. Because a lot of people are saying, it's okay. Let's go. Let's go out the deep fucking end, folks. <laughs> right, yeah. We'll just go right at the deep end. We're going to talk about how the moon was not original. Okay, let's go off with the how was the moon created. Right. Supposedly, if you go by science, you have the big impact theory. Yep. And that's where about four and a half billion years ago, uh, proto-Earth was still all lava-y, like volcanoes, molten, all that. And a planetoid about the size of Mars came in, hit it. They call this planetoid Thea, and that knocked a bunch of junk off. And everything coalesced into the moon. That yep. just happens mathematically to be perfect where it needs to be to make life come on this planet. Which, I mean, maybe. Uh, but the funny thing is that people have done this great impact theory. Like 70%, well, less, let's say 40% of the time, they keep doing it. They end up having with two moons. Really? Yes. I've actually seen the science on this. 40% of the time, they come up with two moons that should be around this Earth right now. Right. Same size, roughly, because yep. they'd be smaller, but same size. Yeah. Hmm, intriguing. Well, see, uh, the one weird thing with that is <clears throat> if it was formed naturally, it, it, it should follow the same kind of rules we have here. Yep. Uh, the difference is, though, with all of the surface drilling we've done on the moon and testing, air, all the, the, the soil that's there is in the opposite uh, 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 patterns you think they should be. Yep. Whereas normally something that is dense, like here on Earth, the denser stuff goes lower into the ground. Because that's... Um... It, specific no, between, gravity. Yeah, the, the gravity pulling in. The moon is the exact opposite. Yep, all the heavy shit. All, all of the, the lightest materials are underneath. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then gets denser as it gets closer to the surface. Which is... I'm sure well, there's the moon, some The moon's just an inside-out Earth, dude. But uh, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You yeah. know, if it had been formed much like a, a planet like we have, it should have form just like us yeah because that makes what well, makes sense about this folks the way it's why it doesn't make sense is because scientists say the earth, the moon has a small iron core yeah which means the heavy stuff should be drawn toward the middle oh, yeah. just because at one time the moon was volcanic supposedly yes if you believe if you believe in the great impact theory right but there's other theories out doesn't. there <laughs> no <laughs> marty you were telling me about something about cultural theories uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's actually, if you look back in in stories, you have, uh, where did I have some of this on here? 
Uh, let's see. Uh, the Proceline, uh, which were written about by Aristotle, have tales of existing before the moon was there. That's, uh, that's what I have not heard. Yeah. It, it's And there's actually quite a few. The Mayans also have stories of the time before the moon. Yep. Which, I mean, I suppose could be figuratively, but every one of these cultures having something that is before the moon. Like, even going back into paintings, uh, uh, going into the Neolithic and Paleolithic, the farther back you go, the less you find any kind of paintings of the moon, period. Which is really weird, because that was something that would dictate half their day. It's, you know, it's the biggest thing in our sky right now. Yep. I mean, it's everybody talks about the moon have for for hundreds and hundreds of years because it is the biggest, brightest thing in our sky. You would think that that early man painting on walls would be would more have pictures yeah. of the moon. The closest they found was one that was like a, a little crescent shape that they went, well, that could be the crescent moon. <laughs> and, I mean, but that still goes back, you know, a few thousand years. Yeah. And they're like, uh, why do we not have any pictures that makes, of this? That's make a good point there, because the Neolithic cave paintings always show like that big pu- pictures of like buffalo or whatever, yep, bison, they're, they're daily, deer. They're daily thing. Things. But you think that would be a very intricate part of their life, because uh, right. at nighttime, bad things come out and kill me. Right. And I mean, and that's when the moon's up, that's the only time you're able to see. I yeah. Mean, it's, you got to understand, it's not like now, like if you're in town or in the city... It's still light, even if there's no moon. But when you're out in nowhere, and there is no, you know, artificial light, it is pitch black. You know, you just sit on something that just leaked into my brain just now. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just thought about all the Disney movies that with cavemen, like the Croods, they don't ever show the moon, and they're scared of the night. Then you got, like, um, what's that one, um, Fire? Quest for Fire? Oh, Quest for Fire. They never show the moon. I think Hollywood knew that the moon was not in our right. thing during that time. They're just trying to tell us. Yeah, it's it's possible, man. I mean, that's that subliminal messaging again. Like there, there's stories from all over, including even Zulu tribes that oh, yeah. deal with the I time to. before the moon was in our sky. Okay, I got some information on the Zulu tribe here. According to Zulu legend, our moon, our hollow moon, our, they say in our moon is hollow, was put in place by two brothers with scaly, fish-like skin. The legend tells of Wawani and Mopanku, who brought the moon to Earth after stealing it from a great fire dragon. They are said to have emptied out the egg-like satellite of its yolk, subsequently placing it in orbit around Earth. Prior to this, the planet was said to have been shrouded, but the planet that means shrouded the moon in a sheath of watery mitch, which came raining down to us once the moon came into orbit. Some believe that this deluge of water may be a reference to the great flood that destroyed the antediluvian civilizations. The two <coughs> brothers mentioned also bear similar characteristics to Aniki and Enlil of ancient Sumerian lore, who are responsible for instituting the first civilizations of man are often depicted wearing fish garb. Another strange characteristic is recorded on the moon from Apollo eleven fourteen was the presence of a cloud of water vapor on the moon. After 40 years, NASA reported finding the presence of water in a rock sample brought back from these missions, stating the discovery would change how we think about the moon. Now they go into science. Guess, Marty, how much water is actually on the moon? They figured it out. NASA did. Wow. Take a guess. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. God, I have no idea. Okay, what NASA figured out, 600 billion 
kilograms of water ice. That's what the on the pole and then the craters. Right. To put that wow. closer, how much it actually is, it would fill two hundred and forty thousand Olympic pools. Wow. Sorry about that, folks. It is summer, and my neighbor kids just showed up at my house. <laughs> so make it a little noisy in the background. Don't pay any attention. It happens. But like I was saying, that's 240,000 Olympic pools. Yeah. One Olympic pool holds 660,000 gallons. Wow. So I did the basic math, and they said it could be either plus or 10 to 15% more than what they're estimating. So you end up with roughly 182 billion, 160 million gallons of water on the moon. <laughs> God damn, dude. That's... Yes. And they actually got, they're actually setting a probe up there this year or early next year called the Viper. And they're going to oh. map out all the water on it, on the moon. Interesting. Then, after Viper gets done with it, yeah, no, this year they're setting it up, Viper. And the following year, you know what NASA project starts? We're going to have to do a show on this. Hmm. Project Artemis. Oh. You've heard of that? Really? Have you heard of Project Artemis? Yeah. Yeah, that's going to start in 2023. Damn. Yeah. Dude, that's right around the corner. Holy yes, crap. it is. But not too many people actually hear about it. But also that leads into us the cool-ass theories that deal with the moon. So what else you got? Jesus, man. I know, I'm just going on a roll. <laughs> I'm all over the place, man. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's... I know that there are, are a lot of theories, and, and some of this, I think, goes back a long ways. Even early days of 1901 with H.G. Wells, First Men in the Moon. Uh, basically, there's they find a, a civilization in caverns underneath the moon. And, and I think some of that has been extrapolated over the years mm-hmm. to to bring us the the Nazi uh, bunkers on on the moon. Oh God, yes, the Nazis have taken over the moon. You yep. watched way too many Iron Sky movies. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Sadly, they made more than one Iron Sky movie. They made two, right? Or yeah, Maybe yeah, at least two. two. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, that, that's always kind of been an idea that's been thrown up there uh, that that uh, you know they had gotten there with with their advanced. Uh, they they had maybe figured out the bell, yeah, the, the floating bell, and, and and transported goods up there to start start a fourth Reich upon the moon. Uh, I I don't know is that even <laughs> close don't. to something no. that's real. There are other weird theories on here that I actually would put higher than that being a possibility. Oh yeah, there's uh, uh, yeah yeah a lot more higher theories than that. I'm gonna tire it off with when the guys went up there. When actually, how many people do you think have actually been on the moon? Have actually made physical contact right, with the moon. Right, sitting on the moon. It's not a lot. I mean, there can't be that many. 18. 18 which, people have actually, from America, have been on the moon. Right. Physically. Which, which is actually higher than, than I would normally guess, really. Yeah. Because it was all the way from the Apollo 11 to the Apollo 17 missions. Yep. Everyone out for Apollo 13 because they had Tom Hanks on the goddamn thing. Right. It's like cast away. They did not end up on the moon. Yeah, it just don't. Tom, don't you, ever take Tom Hanks on a trip, folks, because right. something always goes wrong. It, it, unless you see him running, then you can kind of cheer him on. Yeah, but, or follow but him. But yeah, man, if you're, you're going on a trip, if he's on there, With your, just, yeah, you're, cancel, just, just yeah, cancel. Take the loss and don't go on, because you're going to be talking to you know, a fucking volleyball for, for the next three years of your life. But yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> poor Mr. Hanks, we love you. Yes, not God really, bless you. not really. 
I have issues with him. But uh, that's besides that's another episode. Good lord. Um, one of the biggest things that I always hear about the moon is why we haven't been back. Right. After eleven, now since you figure out that we've been back before after that, because there's like Apollo eleven's a big one, the first one, <laughs> yep, and they're yep, like, yep. we haven't been back. Well, folks, if you actually do some research, we went back six more times. Right. Uh, yeah, but we were up there quite a bit. That was that was the big one, and that's the one that always gets talked about. Yeah. Because everybody says, oh, we haven't been back, because everybody's like, aliens told us not to come back. Oh, right. Now, to be fair, we haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. Um, but I have a reason I, for that. I, I don't quite understand uh, under normal... NASA can't afford means. it. Come on, they're telling us the truth. NASA can't afford it. Uh, right. Well, which, which could be true too. I mean, well, we did cancel our shuttle programs and everything else now too. So. Then if that's why they people got to watch Moonfall, so you have that shuttle program going because it uh, right, saves right. day. God it, damn it. it, it's it's what we need. Yep. But yeah, but I, I actually kind of agree. Okay, I do agree with um, the aliens on the moon. I actually do think there are aliens on the moon. Because I got pictures over here. I've shown Marty the pictures. Yep. And I actually have original photographs that they've got printed out during the night 69 of the astronauts when they came back from a, for a press conference. Yeah. And they had just been on the moon, and they should be super excited. These have some of the most dour or stern-looking faces. They are not excited about anything in any of these pictures. Right. It's like, they're like, we went to the moon and we can't do anything about it. It, yeah, in, in, until the press tours, then they're all like, "Hey, everybody!" No, this is like, which, a, yeah, this is the right this is a press back, tour, like yeah. right yeah. after they're yeah. like, you can see people, you can see them, they're all at their desk, American flag in the background, but they have this stoic expression on their face. You would think if I went to the moon as the first to the moon, I'd be like nothing from smiles from ears. Well, yeah, to, I mean, and, and, and even even amongst the astronauts itself, it was actually kind of a competition because all those guys. It's not like they went through and went, okay, you guys are going to be the first ones landing. All those guys were basically competing mm-hmm. to get onto flights and fighting over who was going to be the first one to land. You, you don't do that just to come back and be like, hey, eh, guys. I did it. No, they, they, they were excited to try to be in. Some of them for no other reason than they knew they were going to make money on it. Yeah. I mean... Whatever but, your motivation, you're the, still the excited pitch- to have been up there. You the, know. Yeah, I... When we clean up my grandmother's house, you have these stashed away, and I'm like, I like this. They're all rolled up, and I got straightened up. Oh, yeah. But the pictures, like, it just shows you how they reacted, and it's totally opposite of what you would expect them to react. I mean, the camera's Even during the interview, if you watch the interview, you can actually find YouTube's videos of the interview, and they're all, like, nonchalantly talking about it. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. It'd be, like, be ten times better than winning the homecoming game and having Uh, sex with the homecoming queen. Well... Yeah, it would be. Yeah, Trust it, me, it dude. Be, yeah, it'd be better. You don't even yeah. lie. Because she's a whore. But yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. It's yeah. It's kind of a, a weird uh, juxtaposition of of their attitude compared to what they did. Yeah. You know, it is really, and I have seen some of that footage of them being interviewed, and it's it, you'd think that they would have a little more excitement, more to, pep in their step, yeah, and be a little giddy, like, yeah, that was awesome. We did this, this. Like yes, we went to the moon. It's okay. It sounds like yeah, a, yeah. Is, oh, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you folks? There, there, there was, there was. So uh, that's why I believe sand. there's aliens actually on the moon. All right. That's all I got. <laughs> that's it, man. <laughs> that's what more do you for. want? Yeah, there's aliens on the moon. <laughs> what believe, more do you need? Technically, I believe the moon is hollow just because of the moon ringing so much. Which makes sense because they, one of the pals, they did that to see what would happen. Yeah. I'm like. 
if something was solid, it doesn't ring like that. Yeah. Now, Not for hours. Now, I, I know NASA has come back around and tried to debunk that that wasn't true. And they can't because uh, it did but, Yeah, because... And it it's did. actually happened recently, not in that yes. scale, because the moon actually suffers from moonquakes occasionally. Yep, yeah. The, the crust will shift, and it will ring yep. like it's hollow. And it's something solid, it rings for a little bit and stops, like with right. any earthquake, but it doesn't go on for hours. Yeah, and that's and the difference. And it just did that like a couple will, years ago, they count. Yeah, it was, yeah, 18, something like yeah. that, 2018, I think. Yeah, yeah, and it went for it, it, a few hours, not a few minutes, but hours. It just rang. Uh, also around that same time, like 2019, is, is when some uh, scientists had actually found that uh, they found a giant mass of metal. Buried oh, yeah. under the crust yeah, yeah. at the south pole of, of the moon. And was it, was, it China uh, that found that? No, that was us. Oh, it was us? Yeah, it was actually a group out of Baylor University led by Peter James. And they'd been studying this, and they're like, it's not just a little metal. This is like literally taking a chunk of metal that is five times bigger than the big island of Hawaii oh. underneath the crust. <laughs> and it's It's... Literally an island of, of iron underneath there, metal how, how, of some how, kind, under how, the crust. How are they explaining that away, what they say caused it? <sighs> the the biggest one, I think, is is they say that it was deposited from a large... Because it actually is in, like, around a crater. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're saying it was actually hit with, with a small comet or a giant meteorite that deposited all that metal. But something <laughs> that leaves that much metal... On a, I mean, don't get me wrong. The moon's not tiny, no, but it's not. also not massive. I mean, let's no. be real; it's it's not Earth sized. Uh, something that that deposits that much metal in a blast, we wouldn't have the moon. We we have Thundar the Barbarian future. Is yeah, what we have at that much. point. It, it cracks it in half and knocks it out of orbit. That's maybe that's what Thundar was trying to tell us. Yeah, see, that's what they already knew. That piece of metal was there. <laughs> they're like, we yes, know folks, we are going to reference a lot of cartoons, probably today. <laughs> exactly, man. Man, I, I love Thundar. See, but then you go with that. You got the metal and that. Yep. Then you got the cool other thing that's found on the moon. They found a robot head on the moon, supposedly. Oh, remember that? I'm not sure if I do. No, they have a robot head that was found near the. Da, 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 yep. The Shorty Crater. Really? Yeah. And if you look at it, it it's I think it's a really good case for Parodelia. Because I looked at the picture. I've looked at several different pictures. And it's, right. It is really cool because it's got like a green tint to it and a little bit of red from the yeah. light. And it does actually have like that head. Yeah, but head you, shape. Yeah. But. It's just the same as what you see on Mars too, where you have like the Sasquatch crop. <laughs> the rock that looks like Sasquatch. Yeah. Sitting yeah, on a yeah. rock. Yeah, the 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 uh, the the Sphinx face on on Mars. See, I I actually think I'm I I'm think torn that's on it. that one. Yeah, uh, if for no other reason than a lot of the earlier pictures they show of it are completely different from the newer pictures they've yeah that are supposed to be the same picture. Yep, it's like mm, I don't this, think you're in the right spot, like, dude. That's, that's not right, man. No. It looks totally different. But yeah, it's that same same kind of concept where you're seeing that face in shadow because our brains are wired to see a face pa- and recognize faces. What, not wired to see faces, we're wired to see a pattern. Yeah. And if yeah. it looks like a face, our mind's instantly going to yep, correlate. Hey, it's a face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the same as, you know, looking at shapes in clouds. I yep. mean, that's just 
And for some odd reason, all the clouds look like marshmallows to me. <laughs> Lame. I know, I know. Oh, all these all these uh, clouds are just cotton swabs. Well, but, that is awfully creative. Okay, there's also, you got the robot head. Did you actually, they actually caught, there's actually a picture of an alien, or humanoid figure, walking across the surface of the moon. Have you seen that? I have seen that. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you know how that was done? You know how somebody found that? Take a while, guys. No, I didn't. Google Earth. Oh, really? Because I Google world map can actually, oh. on some of them, you can do the moon. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Yep, and that's what they did. They went, to, they basically Google mooned. <laughs> Google Earth the moon, and that's how they found it. Uh, and again, that's, that's pretty I, crazy. I, I know, I believe there's aliens on the moon, but I don't think they'd be, why would, I don't know. It's just, I want to say it's a paradelia thing, but I don't want to yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. Where's kind Jimmy? Of he went for a walk. Oh, fuck. Yeah. One of the things I really don't understand about it, too, since we're talking about aliens on the moon, is the Mona Lisa of the moon. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And that goes back to, like, everybody says, oh, after Apollo 17, we ended. But this goes into that whole thing. There's been a, it's 18, 19, 20. It's supposedly Apollo goes all the way up to mission 20. Yeah. If you go in the conspiracy world and the rabbit hole world. Right. And on one of those 18, 19, or 20, never had to get the same mission, they actually found a spaceship up there that they originally seen during 11. Yeah. And the consequences of the mission is that they're all exploring, because they all landed in different parts, so they're exploring different parts of this alien debris up there. Yeah. And after 18, 19, and 20 is when they found the Mona Lisa alien. Yeah. Because she gets named that way. If you look this up, look up Mona Lisa of the Moon. And you'll see, like, some picture where she's, like, half naked in that. And, god dang, that's some of that stuff is, it's, it's got that kernel, that kernel of truth in it. So close, it's like, do I really want to believe this or not? Yeah, it's a story. God, I actually forgot about that. I remember looking that up, actually, a few years ago. I I came across that again. And, and yeah, it's, there's so much right there where it's like, ah, this it's just the I can believe it because it's just the I don't know if it's the quality of the picture, but some of the lingo that was used. I don't. I know you can find lingo anywhere. Like yeah, but if you know if you can, I could probably roll off some lingo too and make it sound pretty authentic. But right, it just but... I want to believe that so badly that they actually found that because yeah. I do believe there's aliens on the moon, and I actually believe the theory that when we went back there, we're actually still on the moon. But we're on right. the dark side, and China's trying to find us. Right. <laughs> and and that is actually why, like, even with that uh, that uh, uh, crater with the all the metal deposit, we don't see it because it is actually off on the dark side that we don't get to see. Um, it, there's a lot of stuff, e- even when you go into, say, some of our military stuff at this point... Where we, we whipped out Space Force. Yep. Pretty fast for not having any real uh, stations or anything else to, to be out there on. Yep. There is a long history of, of finding these oddball uh, ship names that are all of a sudden are just now decommissioned. That, that were at one point apparently tied to a space fleet yep. that we were working on. I mean, this goes back to... 80s even 70s early, 80s. Seven, early 70s is when it started coming uh, out 
I can believe we do that. I mean, I, I honestly do. This leads me up to another theory. <laughs> There's gonna be another oh. theory. Basically, quit give me that damn look. It's like, oh. oh God, Rob's got another theory. Yes, I have a lot of theories. I, I kind of do all this research occasionally. <laughs> I occasionally. But there is a theory out there that when the U.S. got there, and there's a big race between the U.S. and Russia. Right. Basically, we were in cahoots together, and we got to the moon, and we made a base. We were doing this jointly on the dark side of the moon. And now with that base, since there's water up there, we can make fuel, and we're actually exploring. We set up a joint military base on the dark side of the moon, and we've been to Mars, and we've actually explored the ruins on Venus. Oh. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard tales of, of people coming back saying that we've had shots on Venus and, and had people there. Yep. There, there's just not enough threads to follow back to prove, you know what I mean? Yeah. To actually really dig into it to find out whether it's bullshit or not. Uh, I, I can't disbelieve it entirely. I yeah. mean, it, it's... Because if you look at some of the information that comes out about Venus... It's like, so it's really fucking hot there. It's terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's also was one time they said, scientists even say now, that at one time it, it was habitable. It was Earth-like. Yeah. Until the greenhouse gas, because it's so much closer to the sun, that yep. just got a, a rampage. And everybody's like, oh, that's what's going to happen to Earth. It's possible that could happen to Earth. What yeah. happened to Venus? But supposedly some of the Russian satellites have been there. I mean, they actually gone through the surface. Right. have taken pictures of very symmetrical-looking ruins or rocks that depict ruins. Right. Because everything looks really symmetrical because it rains like acid there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's absolutely inhospitable. It's pretty much hell on Earth. Yeah, it's hell pretty on inhospitable at this point. Yeah. Uh, oh, that is interesting. Yeah, I guess I have heard... I've never seen anything. Um, I've, you got to dig heard... deeper in the internet, bud. Uh, what's this internet you speak of? But yeah, no, it's... Uh, I, I don't know. Like, I, I can't completely throw it out i i could see us doing that yeah does that mean you you look at it even to say the the timing of uh, the cold war basically falling apart yeah that makes you're, you're, you know it's like hey we're you're starting to put the pieces we're, together. we're at that point where it's like hey we, we can pretend to like each other to make some of this easier for us we're not instantly killing each other when we see each other anymore. Yeah. Hey, we've got a Russian space station. You guys want to come hang out up here? Like, literally within months. Yep. Of, it's kind of, of weird, yeah. isn't it? We're it's, bitter enemies during the cold. All of a sudden, like, hey, oh, yeah, space for, station, for, come join us. You know, 40 fucking years, pretty yeah. much. You know, since 50s? Yeah. Early 50s. Basically, end of World War II, things started ramping up. Till the 89. Till 89. That's almost 50 years. Yeah. And, and yeah, like within months, like, we have like, hey, here, here's the, the, was it Soyuz? Soyuz, The yeah. Russian uh, space yep. station they had at the time. It was like, oh, yeah, no, we can we can have Americans come hang out up here. You can't tell me that that, that didn't already have top secret Russian bullshit going on in there. Oh, yeah. How do you get rid but of it? But if, <laughs> if we already knew about it. Or we're working together. Right. It's like, yeah, we don't care if they see it. Come on over. Wow. But the rest of the world's like, oh, look at this olive branch we've put into space to go forward together. And, and they're giggling. So they're like, yeah, no, we've been doing that for 20 years. We knew this from years. the very beginning. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> then uh, this kind of one, uh, this is a theory I find kind of disturbing, is that the U.S. and Russia are working together, but they're also working with aliens. Yeah. 
and they're working on the moon, they're exploring the universe and that. And we on this planet here, the little little minions on the bottom of the pole here, we're used as body part replacements for the elite that are already up there, because there's more elite, you got the elite, then you got the super elite. Right, they're right. already on the moon, exploring the universe. But they come back and they abduct us and like, oh, he has a DNA I can use for my liver and takes our DNA to grow these new parts. And that's why they cows are being abducted so they can grow cows on the moon. Oh. I don't find I find that a disturbing. It's the other part. Uh, right. But like NASA knows all about it. And <laughs> what, very... what part? The human harvesting? Ah, we yeah. do that all the time. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, yeah. That's <laughs> a theory that bothers me the most. Because I, I could actually see the, vis- vis- oh, yeah. the valid points of it. Yeah. Uh, well, here, here's the thing. I, if, if we go into the idea that, that there already was an intelligence up there, both us and Russia were heading up there realistically the same times. Yep. We both get in contact with them. And they go, hey, get it together. We can work on this. We can help you with this. We need this. Yeah. We kind of need some body. We need some new DNA. Yeah, right. Oh, there's like how many billion of us on this planet? We'll just take a yeah, couple. No, we'll just take no, a couple. Just a couple. No one's going to notice Jimmy Bob down there. No or Jimmy Hoffa, that's where you went. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, it, it does tie in, in uh, say, the abduction thing. I mean, it's, yeah. it really does. And, and and really, like a lot of people theory that even like the mutilations and some of the abductions that the government is involved with that along with another intelligence... That does, those do play well together. But then that ties into the whole alien things brought the moon into the surface because you talk about the fishy scale people. Right. The Anunnaki. Yeah. And then you like fishy scales. How does that correlate? Atlantis. Atlantis was in the ocean. It disappeared. So that went back up to the moon. It's just as good (laughs) a reason for it not to be there as anything else, man. Yeah. Like, there again, Atlantis is something that I, to the day I die, until it's proved wrong, I will say was an, an honest to God place. It was. Where it is now, I don't know. Whether it's on the bottom of an ocean under a plate somewhere, or lifted up somewhere. I, I and there has been theories about that where it just oh, yeah. left. It was like its yeah, own it's, city, it's left the planet. Yep. And it's on the moon. It uh, hopped up onto the dark side and went, hey. You guys got a little fucking nuts down there. We had to, we had to bolt a little bit. And those people believe that the moon is actually, and I partially believe this is that it's actually observing us. Yeah. And as our because if you go by like Navajo mentioned it, there's a really cool Navajo legend, and they talk about the time before the moon was in the sky, and they actually had people and all this, and they were on the Earth. What I think they're trying to say is they're underground, which would be in the inside of the moon, and they brought them out and put them on Earth. Right. When we saw the moon for the first time. Huh? It's a, I'm just do, I'm just doing the right. Navajo legend in broad strokes, folks. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like five pages, and it's like oh yeah, it's it's, it's pretty, a long, very good. Yeah, it's history. pretty in, in depth, and it's it's it is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I've read that at one point. Uh, yeah, interesting as hell. I, I I don't know. I I go back to the idea. If I, I'm torn, uh, my thought is. If it is artificial and it came here, there there are, are two trains of thought there. And that's, it's either completely unmanned, it, it is basically a giant drone sending info back and forth of, of our advancement to, to whoever actually uh, send it out here in the first place. I mean, there is a lot of crazy shit 
out there for even how the, the time before the moon was here, just the amount of these stories. I know a lot of people think that uh, it actually would have been around 10,000 B.C., the end of the Ice Age, yep. which is also when they believe the Great Floods and everything else happened. We have no explanation for why those things actually happened. A lot of these old monolithic uh, uh, civilizations were wiped out by this. Uh, but there are a few, like, uh, what was it, uh, Debecky Tepley? Gobeki Tepley. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to saying that wrong. Gobeki which Tepley. was actually covered over to protect, protect it, it yeah. from these things. Yeah, that, uh, and, that's and the weirdest are, thing about that site now around this, around yeah. ancient history. But, yeah. like, like the, the idea is that was it the, the introduction of this large satellite, as it were? Because it would fucking change things. Like we said, if it's not there, we see how drastically shit would change on this earth. The tide, high tide and low tide would be like non-existent. Yeah, I mean, you add this Stabilizing. body yeah. to to that area, and things are going to shift for quite a while. Shit is going to melt down because before it was in a, a zone of freezing. That. That's a damn good theory. Buddy. Yeah, I, I came across that. I was like, oh god damn that that, that makes a lot makes of fucking a lot of sense. sense. It does. It, it does. I was like, because that would explain life. There's already life here, and it's in a narrow area. Right. And that would explain why all these other cultures have the same flood myth. Right. Oh, yeah. There, there's flood myth Native everywhere. Americans got it. African. Yeah. Every major All Asia. Everywhere. Yeah, that would make a lot of damn sense. But that's And it wiped out a lot of the larger animals that were here during the Ice Age, even. Because that explains, like, also, too, because, like, the mammoth, they found them in big, like, flash floods and wiped away all these yeah. mammoth carcasses. And they find, like, hundreds of them frozen in permafrost where before it was, like, a meadow of yeah. field. Yeah. Flowers, but you know something that large affecting our gravity, our rotation, everything would cause a cataclysmic. It'd be the opposite effect, like a moonfall. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it, to them, it, it's 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 you know the apocalypse. To us, it's the the birth of. Well, it being would be, able it to would be the apocalypse out. right then and there, but as soon as it stabilized. Right. You'd have a new paradise because yeah, you have so much more land to explore and settle. In, in essence, you've terraformed the rest of the planet by adding this here. Damn, dude, I never heard that theory. That's yeah. actually really good. Yeah, it's really cool. I came across that. I was like, oh, god damn, dude, that makes a so lot of sense. Jesse, there's an author that put that out. Do you need to look him up? Maybe. We'll uh, yeah, I don't know. He might be dead. <laughs> I had actually seen this. Uh, I think it was actually George Nury. Had, had, oh, I okay. saw interviews with him talking about this. And I was like, oh. That makes really... Yeah, that is a really cool... That and even he says, I don't say that this is what it is, but it's a lot of shit that, that seems to make more sense than randomly all of a sudden the Ice Age went away and all these floods. Every, yeah. We have no idea what started this. But yeah, every culture that, has a flood legend. That's like, with two hours, uh, we, I've been interviewed... Well, not really interviewed. I've kind of sat in on a General Lee's podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Subconscious Realms. Yep. And there's a guy on there. I wish I could remember his name. I wish I could remember his name. But he was talking about the mud flood, and it took me a little bit. And I'm like, that's what they're talking about, the flood. It's called the mud flood, which is a new theory going around, because a comet or something came in and destroyed the ice caps to make a flood, which you have in the, like, up in the northwest, like in Washington. Yeah. They have remnants of that rushing oh, water. Yeah. yeah. But if the moon came in, you wouldn't need a comet. And it would do the same right. thing around the same time period. Yeah, it's a different catalyst, but same same result. Same principle, and yeah, everything, yeah. You know, yeah, and, and yeah, that was one of them that I just kind of went, oh shit, 
And I was like, okay, I'm running out of time on digging more into this to keep going down that hole, which I will probably go down on my own at some point anyways, looking into some of that. We don't have any free time you need to study up on there next episode. Yeah, Jesus. But yeah, no, I mean, there's just a, a lot of things that are off with the moon itself. Yeah. Even there, like they said, the, the density is actually way too low for the size of what it should be. There yep. is There should be way more mass in that planetoid than what there is. Yep. The only way to explain that is somewhere underneath there, giant there is a, a lot of uh, Empty mass not there. <laughs> it's just simply not there. Either a massive tunnel structure, <coughs> or it is a construct. It is hollow, folks. Sorry. That's, you can call me crazy, but it's hollow. I, yeah, I mean, it's it, it's an idea that I've always gone, ah, yeah, whatever. But then the more you start looking into stuff, it's like... Even some of these numbers of things, the we weight have, and all this, make make a whole lot of goddamn sense. And you also have them Russian scientists that disappeared yeah. all of a sudden. They said, yeah, the moon's hollow because they got... Oh, yeah, the... Uh, uh, you got them down? Uh, Vasin Sherbakov. Yeah, the they just kind of disappeared. Yeah, they, they popped up in like 1970. Yep. And they were very tentative about, about releasing what they were saying. They weren't like, <coughs> this is straight up hollow. They were like... We got this idea um, that that possibly the way things look and the math works out to where it is hollow. This, this might be hollow because all this other stuff we've been finding from people going up there and probes we've sent, these numbers don't make sense unless this is hollow. Yep. And yeah, and and uh, they they just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Yeah, they kind of like disappeared yeah. either on their own or made right. disappear. And another uh, yeah. thing, too, is everybody's like, I don't know what the science is about this, but the moon is actually going away from the Earth at a half an inch a year, I think it is? Uh, yeah. Yeah, just under half an inch. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's slowly saying, mm, I We're out of here, folks. So in a little bit, all of a sudden we're not going to have a moon again. We're back in new ice age, and they're going to have a new planet to come back to in a billion years. And in, in a billion years, somebody will be doing a show about, uh, was there used to be a moon here? Yeah, <laughs> we have these stories of, of looking <coughs> up at the the full moon. What is this? Them guys are crazy. <laughs> that must be insane. What kind of uh, 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 little <coughs> story is that? Some weird creation myth of walking away. Again, I apologize, folks. Kids are getting <laughs> rowdy upstairs. Had to calm them down. It's like it's a Wednesday night, and everything's it's party central. All right, it's the wrangling cats, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather wrangle cats, Lisa, quiet, yeah, and chase them away. That's yeah, no laser doubt. pointer. Right, cats yeah, gone. you can keep them entertained for a while at yeah. least. But yeah, no, it's it's. I don't know, man. Anymore, a year ago, I, I would have solidly said anybody who thinks it's hollow is insane. Oh, thanks. Right, I could thanks, believe thanks. that that uh, there, there could be bases on the dark side. I do truly believe that. But uh, yeah, no, man. Looking into more of kind of the numbers of just different shit. The math works out, Things folks. It comes to, out in the wash. It, a, a lot of the, the oddball stuff that we didn't quite understand makes a whole lot more sense in the view of a hollow construct. Yeah. It really does. It does. I just, it, as much as I, I, I kind of hate to say it and be like, all right, man, it might be hollow. It, well, it, there might be something to that. I'm going to go a little bit different route here, though. There's a guy out there called Richard Hoagland. Oh, yeah. And he's the guy who did the book on the faces of Mars. Yeah. And he believes that there's a spire, like a mile-high shard, on the moon. Oh. 
which would help with the mega structure on the moon. You know, see if you ever look at mega structure on the moon, you see that cool picture of the astronaut yeah, yeah. looking at the really Photoshop ruins of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really cool picture. I want to get that to put it up is, on it a poster. It is a cool picture, but. but supposedly he found like a, a shard. It's like a construct, like a spear, a spire. Yeah, and it's like seven hundred feet tall or some shit. Oh wow. But NASA's trying to disprove it. It's like, well, he turned the contrast up and it made it. And I'm like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he turned up the contrast, there wouldn't be a shadow. Right. There is a shadow for it, just by the way. Sun's position yep. and that. So that tells me there is something there. And and it's not like NASA has a history of touching up photos they've put up there before. Yeah, They're very right. forthright. Come on. Yeah. We can't have DARPA pissed at us. Now we can't I have mean, NASA pissed at us. Yeah, you look at it even, say, as... as a uh, uh, unmanned weather station, if you will. It's yep. just an observatory. It's talking to the Black Knight satellite. It, it would make sense that there would be some form of array to uh, blast your message out to where they need to be. Yeah. That, yeah. that does make sense. See, but it's talking to the Black Knight satellite, dude. Well, that's the that's the little bot that goes out to get closer, like like we did with Venus, man. Like yeah. we send probes down. It's like looking at God. Oh, there's a bunch of dumb monkeys on this planet. Right, oh, look at these idiots. <laughs> Holy Christ! Look at they're them. still fighting over each other, and they're then they're actually just still using this petroleum from dead dinosaurs as fuel. Right. right. Oh, come on. No, I'm not gonna get into that argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Stay yeah. away from that. I'm not kicking that door down. Nope, not, not yet. Tonight. Not yet. No, but the moon, folks, my personal belief is, I'm going to say my belief first, I believe the moon is hollow, I believe it was put into orbit, and by some other alien technology, you can think of crazy, but, I may be crazy, but I think the moon is hollow. I don't know if there's anybody, I don't know if we have bases on there, Right. but I think NASA knows more about it than what they're letting on, especially since they're going to do the Viper Project right. and the Artemis Project. And that's really kind of fast-tracked because if they're going to have the Artemis Project up there by the end of, starting in 2023, yeah. Yeah, where are let's, you say, let's give them tentative, let's go with 2025. Right, yeah, even. But still, that's manned life on the moon. And the problem yeah. is with the moon, yes, when they originally went to the moon, they thought they were going to think into it. Yeah. But there is an issue with the moon surfaces. It's such a fine-grained sand, it actually ruins seals on spacesuits. Yeah, very quickly. But if you look at the new spacesuits that come by, have you seen them? Yeah. Them are, there's not a damn seal on it. There's uh -huh. one seal around your neck, and that's it. Yep. Compared to the old side where it had wrist, elbows, shoulders. Oh, yeah, shoulders. every joint. This is such advanced technology right. for moon suits, and it's like half the size. Yeah. And half the weight, and, and three times the, the mobility, and yeah, you got the same amount of protection from the oh yeah radiation, uh, radiation. And, else. and they're like, yeah, that makes a lot more sense now because them suits are like basically like wearing a wetsuit. Yeah, that's what oh, it yeah. is. No, yeah, it's it's absolutely, and yeah, I think uh, even the seals they're using, the the materials they're using are so vastly ahead of what we were launching those basically they got the, the seals like where the seals like the helmet are they got yep. nanofibers in them yep. if you're not getting through that unless you got unless you're really really trying yeah it, it's one of those where yeah eventually it would wear through but you're talking so long yeah that it's the damage it's going to do is pretty much irrelevant yeah but yeah it's uh because yeah they they uh showed those what a couple years ago mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, man, that's pretty cool. Too bad we're not doing shit out there anymore. Why but then Project Artemis shows up. NASA's Artemis shows up. And you're like, right. that makes sense yep. now. 
here we are. Let's let's show them a little bit of the razzle dazzle. Let them be confused why we're doing it. But yeah, no. Then you hit them uh, with a sledgehammer when they ain't looking. Well, we we found there's uh, some water up there, a lot more than we thought, and we're gonna send up a probe that's gonna kind of map it all out. Oh, that's cool. And then six months later, (laughs) six months later, wait, what? We'll have have complete control of the movie, right? What are we What are we doing here, man? But yeah, no, it's uh. Then we have Kurt Russell going up there to fight Russians, supposedly. That'd be great. But yeah, no, Kurt Kurt Russell's an awesome actor, but I don't think he can do that right now. Yes, he can. He can do anything. Fine. But yeah, no, it's uh, uh it, it's a very fast tracked thing, man. Like that, yeah. that's just really a lot. There is a podcast out there. I did not know this, but a Hollow Sky. They're actually doing an episode on Artemis. Oh, nice. So I'm gonna have to listen to that. Yeah. And just Heck see yeah. that. And then maybe. See later on, we, later on the year, we might hit it up on. Right, yeah, let's we'll see what they've dug up. And yeah, because Hollow Sky is a really good podcast. I like yeah, that guys. Yeah, they don't know us from. No, Bay, they have no idea. I listen yeah. to them now. That the job since I can listen to podcasts now. Yeah, right, yeah, it's a cheap <laughs> pop for those guys who yeah. you know don't know us from shit, and that's fine. But uh, yeah, no, we're really good. It's always nice to promote other people. I like other podcasts are. because. They're out there doing the daily grind just like we are. And so oh, like, yeah. we're not going to shoot down any of these guys because they're all crazy just like us. No, no. Like like, <laughs> like, like, like some some YouTube people, I, I know there are some of them that get into petty disputes with each other over dumb shit. But, but the best thing to do is like, man, if they're doing good, I am eventually going to do good. That's yep. how that works. You know, if everybody's helping each other out, more content for, for everybody. everybody. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, that's going to be a cool show. Oh, and I... Oh, I have to see when they're. So, doing what that. is your theory on what the moon is? Uh, after seeing some of this, honestly, I, I do believe it was probably put into position about twelve thousand years ago. I mean, <laughs> it's there. There's a lot of that stuff in there. It just really kind of uh, shook up. Really, kind of my view on some of that. It's like my I wasn't m- missing four one one theory. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, eventually, just, if you look at something long enough, puzzle pieces do fall into right. place, and and it just kind of went oh. <laughs> But yeah, I, I think I, I lean towards it being uh, more of an observatory than actually a manned satellite. Um, I, I think they probably is robotic of some kind, some kind of control in there that's kind of keeps everything rolling how it should. And they're in contact with whoever put it in place, you know, tens of thousands of years ago. Uh, like I said, a, a lot of that stuff just. It just makes more sense, man, than to just believe it's this static rock that just happened. It's to hang also out there. it makes more sense too because of the math saying this right. mass is not right for the size of this planet. Right, because it's just who knows we could be half right and half wrong because we could say yeah it's hollow, but what actually is is a great big lava chamber in there like that covers up a third of it that makes it empty. Right, right. And yeah, it, I mean, we don't know until they actually tell us what they yeah tell the government tells us what to say i I was gonna say till uh you know we figure it out but i'm pretty sure they've already already figured figured it out out. they just haven't told us what they've figured out but yeah it's uh i as of right now that is really kind of my my thought process on it is it 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 makes a lot of sense that this thing was dumped off here it it basically roughly twelve thousand years ago 10,000 bc It triggered a lot of things that just went. All right, these <laughs> click, guys, yeah, they're long enough. Click, it's like, okay, yep, we're gonna take over. I get it. I get it. 
Yeah, I'm just going to see what happens. <laughs> That's a great science experiment. We're going to put I, this... I'm, I'm sure it'll be... I'm sure it'll work out better than our first experiment on that Venus planet. <laughs> yeah, it has to. It has to. You know, oh, so, God, what happened? Then they I get the know. scientists like that are us like, didn't you watch that last movie like with the robots? <laughs> didn't you remember what happened to, to the, the Mars planet that we fucked up? And they tried Venus, so three strikes, you're out. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got it right. Hold so, on. So far, so good, man. The the giant ant terrarium here is still kicking along. Yep. Well, have but you got anything uh, else, Marty? No, man. It's actually a much wilder subject than than on the surface you think it is. Yeah, the deeper you, you know. dig, the wilder it does Like I said, it, it kind of changed kind of my outlook on a lot of the things on it. That's yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. Damn interesting. Well, I got one last thing to say. Again, you guys, if you're June 18th and if you're in Staunton, Virginia, go to the Holiday Inn and Conference Center and go check out this ECBRO Bigfoot Conference. Heck yeah. Say hi to Daniel for us, Daniel Benoit. And just go hang out with the Autobots, dude. They got Autobots. Right, yeah, I've seen a picture of these guys. I have, too. And they got some kick-ass costumes. Those, those cosplays are pretty goddamn sick, man. I was like, ah, oh, dude. Go get a t-shirt. Well, I can't really be there. Daniel was nice enough to send us a free t-shirt. Yep. You just have to pay for yours. But <laughs> get, cool, help cool support, shirt, man. Help support these weekend. guys. Yeah. Good time. All right. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. All right, folks. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. Bye. Shut up.